What's up, guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Last Take Sports Podcast. And I think you can all assume what today's topic is about. Is about it's about the NFL divisional round playoff matchups. And Andrew, let's jump in to the first matchup between the Packers and the Rams. And the biggest headline I think we can say from that is Packers' offense is virtually unstoppable against a top defense in the NFL. Still scored thirty and. Per usual, they take the their foot off the gas for the entire third quarter and just let teams hang around, and then they throw in the knockout punch in the fourth quarter. So this Packers offense is virtually unstoppable. Aaron Rodgers is playing the best football of his career, and it's going to be very fun to see him in the NFC Championship game. Well, Henry, what it starts with, of course, the quarterback play with Aaron Rodgers, but who isn't getting enough credit is Matt LaFleur. And – he is making the right play calls at the right time. I mean, his play calling is just incredible. He's making sure that his playmakers are getting the ball at all times. You see the plays that he's drawing up for Devontae Adams to make sure he gets the ball. He's playing against the toughest cornerback in football, Jalen Ramsey, and he's still finding ways to get into the end zone. And the his touchdown, Devontae Adams' touchdown, was such a great call. The only reason why that was open and he was that open wasn't because Devontae Adams ran an, an insane route. It was because of the play call. The play call screwed up the Rams defense. Matt, Matt LaFleur, and I'm not like taking away credit from Devontae Adams, Aaron Rodgers, and this Packers offense because, of course, you have to give all of them more credit than anybody else because they are just playing out of their minds right now. That Packers offense, even without their uh, – best alignment, David Bakhtiari. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is still passing the ball better than ever, but Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers are being set up by Matt LaFleur and his play calling. And Devontae Adams is probably one of the best route runners, if not the best route runner in the NFL. He's the best release in the NFL. I know that for sure. So this Packers offense is scary, but the thing I was most impressed with in that game was Matt LaFleur's play calling. Yeah, Andrew, but I want to make a quick comment on that play that you were talking about. And on that play, there was actually should have been a penalty. Devontae Adams started running up the field across the line. He wasn't across the line before the ball was snapped, but that the timing of that play was very bad. And because of that penalty and the, the penalty not being called, it caused a touchdown. And that's what happens when refs miss those blatant calls. But of course, I want to give a a whole lot of credit to Matt LaFleur. I mean, some of the some of the things that he's drawing up are just absolutely insane. I mean, you see in the second year of him being in this offense, it's it's virtually unstoppable, Andrew. Yeah, and the chemistry between him and Aaron Rodgers is unmatched across the NFL. I mean, maybe Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, but besides that, there's not many duos that have that type of chemistry like Aaron Rodgers and Matt LaFleur. And also, I want to comment on that touchdown play again to Devontae Adams. Nonetheless, even though it probably should have been a penalty, it was a great play call. I mean, it was obvious what the intention was behind that play call, and it was to screw up Jalen Ramsey. And that's exactly what happened, because as soon as they sent him in motion, you have Jalen Ramsey running back and forth across the field. And I know it was a penalty, but it was a great play call just to have Jalen Ramsey running back and forth, not being able to catch Devontae Adams in motion. And then eventually, once they snap the ball, uh, Jalen Ramsey and his other Rams uh, defender, I forget who it was, but they there was some miscues there because they didn't know who was supposed to get on Devontae Adams at that time. 
So it was a genius play call, although Devontae Adams didn't exactly execute it in a perfect way, and it probably should have been a penalty, like you said. It was still a very nice play call, and Matt LaFleur, you have to give him credit because he called an outstanding game, even if that one call was a penalty, which shouldn't wasn't his fault at all. He called a great game. Devontae Adams played a great game. Aaron Rodgers played a great game. This whole Packers team played a great game. That offense, even without some of their best players who are injured, like David Bakhtiari, that offensive line was pretty much the best in the NFL, or at least one of the best in the NFL before their injuries there. And even with their injuries, they are playing very great. So this Packers team and that offense is very scary. And I really think they could take it home and take it all the way, win the Super Bowl. But of course, I feel that with any of these teams left in the conference championship games, it's a very stacked conference championship weekend. Yeah, Andrew, moving on to the second game, and probably we have the biggest headline coming out of this game between the Chiefs and the Browns. And it's not about the result. It's about the best player in football right now, maybe not being able to play in one of the biggest games of his career. And that's Patrick Mahomes. His injury, I got to be honest, looked very bad. But from what I'm hearing, it isn't as bad as it really looked. And it may not actually be a concussion is what he has. It could have been, from what I've read, a lot of nerve da- a nerve damage in his neck and a neck injury. And it caused the, the nerve damage caused him to look out of it for a second, which is why as soon as he really got sense back and was able to get back to the sideline, he looked much better. And he was able to run off the field because that concussion was a non-existent thing. Obviously he's in concussion protocol because that's, that's the steps he has to take. But I do think that there's a very good chance he clears concussion protocol because of the fact I don't actually believe he has a concussion. Yeah, Henry, but you said that the Chiefs didn't have their best player available, and I'm pretty sure they did, Chad Henney. I, I think they had him available, but all jokes aside. I mean, anything it, is possible, Andrew. Anything is possible. Oh, yeah, but with, with all jokes aside, Henry, Patrick Mahomes just got injured, right? And this injury is somewhat concerning because if he can't play this weekend, although anything is possible with Chad Henney, i do not think they have much of a chance without Mahomes against this Buffalo Bills team in the AFC championship game. So they really need him back and they need him back healthy, but as long as they can get, get him back on the field, basically they have a chance, but it's a scary injury. And when I saw it, it looked very dirty to me. And I know I was telling you, Henry, and a couple of other of our friends, I was saying that's such a dirty play he twisted his neck at the end. I don't understand how the refs just, let it happen you know like and how they didn't kick him out of the game because that's clearly a blatant intentional penalty at least I saw or in an act which the Cleveland defender did it looked like he twisted his neck maybe I was wrong maybe it wasn't intentional but that that is no place in the game basically twisting someone's neck it looked like at the end so whether or not it's intentional it obviously affected Patrick Mahomes and his chances at playing in the AFC championship game, knocked him out of the game. I thought it was just very dirty, even if it wasn't dirty though. I mean, it affected the game. I really think that player should have been penalized for it, but apparently not. They ended up still winning the game, but also one thing I want to mention was that play calling by uh, Andy Reid at the end of the game to seal the game. And I thought that was incredible. It was on the fourth and one, maybe fourth and inches. And, 
they go out of the shotgun. Me personally, I was like, no way they snap it. Tony Romo, who was commentating the game, he agreed with me. He goes, look at the body language, which is exactly what I was looking at. All the receivers lined up, all of their hands on their hips. This, this had to be a type of situation, type of play that they prepared for. They had this in the bag because all of the receivers sold it. I mean, they all had their hands on their hips. They weren't paying attention. The running back ran over and motion nonchalant over to Pat or not Patrick Mahomes, Chad Henney, excuse me. And then sat next to him with his arms down, not even in position, arms to his side. Uh, and then they snapped the ball out of the shotgun on fourth and one, fourth and inches. Throw it to Tyreek Hill. Beautiful play call because as soon as they snapped the ball, all of Cleveland's secondary got caught off guard they had no idea that there was going to be a snap and Tyree Kill had an easy catch easy route and they got the first down to seal the game incredible play calling by Andy Reid he is truly a mastermind and this Chiefs team I mean they the the one thing that scares me with them is that if you don't have Patrick Mahomes and if you don't have him healthy it's going to be hard to beat this Bills team and I know you're going to move on to the Bills Henry because they are looking like one of the hottest teams in the NFL right now yeah, Andrew, one more comment about the Chiefs. I mean, you mentioned Andy Reid and Tony Romo. Obviously, when you're thinking about it just live, you're not thinking about, oh, it's Andy Reid. He, he's definitely going to do something crazy here. And obviously, no one in the entire building thought that they were going to snap that ball. But Andy Reid's the one guy that does this every single time. He's, he's done it against the Saints. He's done it against the Buccaneers. He doesn't care who plays quarterback in the situation. He's going to throw the ball. Doesn't matter what time of the game, he puts the ball in his quarterback's hands and he trusts his quarterback no matter who it is. Andrew, you could be playing quarterback in an Andy Reid offense and he'd let you throw the ball on that play because he just has the faith and the trust in his players to make plays. And that's that that's what a winning coach does. That's why Andy Reid is presumed to be a top two, top three head coach right now in the NFL. And those are the reasons why. But moving on now to obviously, like you said, the Bills and probably the hottest team in the NFL right now arguably between two of the other three teams that are still left other than the chiefs who probably aren't considered the hottest team, but they're probably considered the best team left. I mean, they showed you that they can beat you in different facets of the game. I mean, the way that they beat the the Ravens, obviously with Patrick Mahomes is not going to work. I mean, you're not going to help hold Patrick Mahomes led offense to three points, but they showed you they can beat you by outscoring you scoring 50 points or they can hold you to three points. So this Bills defense needs to get a lot more credit because Josh Allen didn't play great, but this Bills defense was able to contain this Lamar Jackson led offense for the majority of the game. And that's the reason why they won. Yeah. Defense is definitely the reason why they've been winning in their first two playoff games. And Josh Allen hasn't looked too great in their playoff game so far. But if they're gonna have, or if they're gonna win this game against the Chiefs, Josh Allen is gonna need to play as good as he uh, has all season. And this defense is also gonna have to step up as well. This whole Bills team, specifically Josh Allen, has to step up if they want to beat the Chiefs because it's not gonna be easy. And we all know that. And the Bills have not been here, especially this Bills team. The Bills organization franchise obviously has been here, but this Bills team has not been here before. Josh Allen has not been here before. Patrick Mahomes has been here plenty of times. He knows what to do and how to win. What Josh Allen needs to do is to step up, and so does this Bills defense. 
that's the way they win this game. They are looking very hot, and I'm not doubting, or and I'm not doubting them at all, or counting them out, because I truly think if anyone's going to beat this Chiefs team, it's going to be the Buffalo Bills, and I truly think they can. But in order to do that, Josh Allen and this defense have to step up. Yeah, and it's hard enough itself to go into Arrowhead. I mean, and win a game no matter the circumstances. Even with Chad Henney, the Chiefs still have a good enough chance because they have Arrowhead. They have they just have the fan presence on their side. And that's a huge factor, even with limited attendance, that the Chiefs kingdom is is something different. And Josh Allen playing in his first ever NFC AFC championship game, excuse me, compared to Chad Henney, although it's his first as well. He's a much more experienced quarterback and just won't knows what he has to do to win a football game. Andy Reid will trust him. And I think that even without Patrick Mahomes, I still think the Chiefs are going to have a good chance to win. I'd probably pick the Bills without Patrick Mahomes, but this offense and this team is just so dynamic in all facets of the game. It's just, it's going to be hard to stop them regardless. And with Patrick Mahomes, I mean, he's lost one playoff game in his career and that's the Tom Brady and not, he didn't really lose the game himself. They should have won the, the, that game. If it weren't for an offsides penalty in over or in the fourth quarter with about 20 seconds left. And then Tom Brady does his usual Tom Brady stuff. And I probably could guarantee you the chiefs were going to go on and win that super bowl. So we're looking at this right now that Patrick Mahomes is a, an offsides penalty away from being a two-time Super Bowl champion, going for his th- third, being a two-time or being an, a one-time MVP, most likely two-time Super Bowl MVP, and I'd say there's a pretty good chance he ends the season with two Super Bowls and a second Super Bowl MVP. If he doesn't play, maybe not, but if they do, put, if Patrick Mahomes plays, I, I think the Chiefs win this game. But moving on now to the ageless wonder, and that is Tom Brady and this. This Buccaneers team just finds ways to win games, obviously, most likely ending Drew Brees' career. But, Andrew, how does Tom Brady continue to just win games? I don't I don't know how Tom Brady does it, especially at his age. But he just doesn't stop winning, especially in the playoffs. His team gets it done. He gets it done. I mean, you see the difference, and this is no diss on Drew Brees or anything. I mean, Drew Brees is going to go down as one of the best quarterbacks of all time. and But you see how each of these quarterbacks play. Very experienced, very good at what they do. Drew Brees comes out, throws three interceptions. Tom Brady comes out, leads his team to the win, and plays very well. I mean, it's just a difference between Tom Brady and literally – all other quarterbacks when it comes to the playoffs. Tom Brady will get it done for you no matter how old he is, no matter what the circumstances are. If you're in the playoffs with Tom Brady, you have a very good chance at winning each and every game you are playing in the playoffs. And that's what we're seeing here. Tom Brady just finds ways to win games. And this Buccaneers team is also very good. The defense played very well against the Saints. I believe they had four takeaways from the Saints. I mean, this this Buccaneers defense played very well. But Tom Brady, of course, put up 30 points. And I, I mean, this, this Buccaneers team is very good. But once again, it relies on if the Buccaneers defense can hold their own because we all know Tom Brady is going to hold his own. That Buccaneers offense is very good. But if that defense can't play like they did against the Saints, I don't know if the Buccaneers have much of a chance against the Packers. So in order to win that game, 
Buccaneers need their defense to step up because we all know Tom Brady's going to be able to step up. That offense is great. But the defense is where they could sometimes lose games, especially on this Buccaneers team. So if the defense plays well, we all know Tom Brady's most likely going to play well. They'll have a good shot at winning this game. Yeah, and it's it's hard to go into Lambeau and win playoff games, but we've also seen Aaron Rodgers doesn't play well in conference championship games. He's one in three, and in the one game they won, I think he still threw three picks and fumbled two times. So Aaron Rodgers is not necessarily the most clutch player ever, especially in big moments, NFC championship games. And when you have Tom Brady, the most clutch quarterback of all time, I like my chances with Tom Brady, even going into Lambeau, even with Aaron Rodgers being the MVP. We've seen it time and time again. Tom Brady finds a way to just win games. And he did this two years ago against Patrick Mahomes, the presumed favorite to win the Super Bowl, and found a way to win on the road in Arrowhead. I think the same thing happens with him going to Lambeau. And and honestly, with Tom Brady, I, I don't see this team losing. I would consider them the Super Bowl favorites in my eyes. Obviously, they're probably the least likely team in most everyone else's eyes. But with Tom Brady, I don't care who's coaching him. I don't care who else is on the side field. I mean, Cameron Brate was his leading receiver last week. I, I have to roll with Tom Brady to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, Henry. And one last question for you. Who do you have winning these uh, championship games this weekend? And let's just say Patrick Mahomes is playing for the Chiefs. Well, I think I kind of already made that clear, but I'll reiterate it once again. So I make that so everyone really understands what I'm trying to say. I have the Chiefs beating the Bills. I I think with Patrick Mahomes, you have Patrick Mahomes. One team, I mean, it's the same thing I did before the playoffs. One team has Patrick Mahomes, one team's, one team's, one team doesn't. That's the Bills. They have Josh Allen. I have the Chiefs winning that game. I don't care who Tom Brady's playing against in the NFC. I can't pick against Tom Brady whether or not I actually think they come back or come back and win this game. It's Tom Brady. I, I I can't bet against this guy after everything he's done. Yeah, Henry, and my predictions, of course, are I've I I have a hard time picking against Tom Brady but I'm going to do it. And I really think that this Aaron Rodgers and this Packers offense is just going to put up too many points for the Buccaneers to make up on the offensive end and Tom Brady to make up. And of course the Buccaneers, a lot of these players aren't used to playing in the tundra, in the cold at Lambeau and especially in the playoffs. And I mean, they're playing in the sunshine down there in Tampa, but Aaron Rodgers knows how to play in the cold best. And keep in mind, Aaron Rodgers has never played a home conference championship game. And I know you said he typically doesn't do well in the championship games. He's never had one at home. Therefore, I think he gets it done, even if it's against Tom Brady. I think the Packers take this one home and beat the Buccaneers to get into the Super Bowl. And of course, on the other end, man, I really want to say the Bills because it's hard not to root for them. But with Patrick Mahomes, even if Patrick Mahomes isn't totally healthy, I don't see the Bills winning, especially when the Bills are going to be on the road. I, I don't think Josh Allen will step up in this game. I know he needs to, but I really don't think he will. I think this game will be close just because Patrick Mahomes won't be at 100%. And 
this Bills defense and our and this Chiefs defense has been playing generally well recently. So I I think this game will be close. I don't think it'll be as high scoring as people might think, just because once again, Patrick Mahomes won't be healthy. And I don't think Josh Allen will be able to play that well just because this is his first time in this position. And I really think the inexperience will get to him. So I have the Chiefs winning just because I really don't think Josh Allen will show up in this game. I hope he proves me wrong. I'm really rooting for them. But I, I don't think Josh Allen and the Bills will be able to get it done this time. I think next year is probably their year. But who knows? Maybe they get it done against the Chiefs. But I have the Chiefs in this one. Yeah, Andrew. And we're at this point four, five, day, five six days away from the conference championship games. And we're both very excited. But with that, I think this is a great time to wrap up today's podcast. As always, we want to thank everyone for listening. We hope you'd enjoy. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and download this podcast. And we'll see you guys next time on the Last Take Sports Podcast.